And if you get tired of walking, if you're in the river, you can just relax, and it'll take you where you're supposed to go. You know? Uh, a lot of people drown because they fight. They fight the river, you know? So you just need to relax and, and go with what God's doing, you know? And he'll get you to your destination. We just got to quit fighting against him, you know? And fighting against what God's doing. Uh, awesome, awesome word, awesome word. Wow. Uh, I'm going to continue... Uh, you got one barrel, I'm going to give you the second barrel this morning, okay? And then we're going to, uh, uh, Leslie will come up and, and uh, actually we'll do some ministry, uh, more worship ministry, Matt, and then we'll come up and then Leslie will come and close us out. But um, I want to kind of continue, well, I, I am going to continue. Uh, we're talking about alignment, and alignment has to do with getting our head in the right place. And our head is who? Jesus. Yeah, Jesus is our head. And a lot of times, you know, we talked about how that we, anything with two heads is a monster. I can say that, you know. So if you're the head and Jesus is the head, then you're a monster, you know. <laughs> so we need to get rid of one of the heads, you know, and we got to come under the lordship of Jesus Christ, you know. We, we talked about that last week. Um, Jesus is the head and he is Lord. He is Lord over our lives. He's Lord over our families. He's Lord over our careers. He's Lord over our relationship. And he's Lord over any and every situation that you find yourself in. Say that with me. Jesus is Lord over every situation that I find myself in. So what does that mean? That means you can trust him, that he's going to take care of it that he will help you through it. And what happens is, if we're fighting against the wave and what God's doing, we'll wear ourselves out and we'll drown in the sorrow of that situation. But if we'll just chill out, you know, I don't know how many times that, uh, and you, uh, Kathy will bear witnesses, you know, I've come home from uh, uh, work, you know, I've uh, owned, owned a business and uh, I'd come home just totally stressed out like, I, I just want to crawl in the, underneath the, well, actually, I'd, I'd, sometimes I'd do a hot bath, and I just wanted to dip my head under the water and not come up. I was just so stressed out, you know? And um, one time, uh, Andrew Eastman, y'all remember Andrew? Uh, he had come, and uh, I was struggling with a, a project that I was doing. And a lot of it was just self-induced worry and fear of the unknown. And uh, in that process, he came up and gave me a word and said, you know, Tim, it's not going to be as bad as you think it is, you know? And uh, sure enough, it wasn't. And I spent all this time fighting my own emotions, just exhausting myself over the, the potential of how bad things can be, you know. But once I got that word, I was able just to let go and just relax in the Lord. And everything just fell into place. And that's just one of many, many occasions where I've, I've had that. And the Lord has allowed me to, uh, to overcome those, those situations uh, because the government is on his shoulders. You know, we talked about that last week. So if we're doing the worrying, if we're doing the, the struggle and the fighting, then that means that we got the government on our shoulders. And that's why we stress out because we're not equipped to bear, you know, the weight of the world, you know, but Jesus is. And uh, getting him in the right headship is what we're talking about. And what... God is liking, liking this, or lining this to me and uh, for you guys and for myself 
is likening unto a, a chiropractic visit. And I know we've talked about that, and I'm just going to keep laying this foundation. But uh, when you go to a chiropractor, you lay yourself at that on that table, and you you trust your body to their the manipulation that they do in order to help you get in alignment, right? So go with me to Romans 12, uh, 1 and 2, and let's look at this. Because I want to dive deeper into uh, the process of uh, what I call mind, a routine mindset alignment. Routine mindset alignment. I mean, it's not like you just, you know, in order to have an effective, uh, uh, or for the chiropractor, to have an effective work in your life, you have to submit yourself to a routine system because when you get there, normally your body's way out of whack. So they take time to keep working your, your spinal cord and your neck and your head and your shoulders or whatever to get them back in alignment and they give you some exercises to do in order to keep that alignment. And so it's very indicative of our relationship with the Lord. What the what he goes through in order to get our, our, our lives and our minds focused on his will and his purpose. And when everything's in alignment, it's a lot, there's a lot less stress in our life. Sure, you know, you're always going to have stress and tension because we're, we're fighting against, uh, you know, politic, political ideas and uh, ideologies that's different from the kingdom of God. Uh, family members that don't understand the things that you believe and why you're doing what you're doing. You know, so there's oppression for that or resistance, but there's a grace for that. But whenever we're out front, you know, where we're in the snake line, you know, uh, that there's a thin line between being in front and behind the snake line. And sometimes we, we want to do it back here and we're creating all the stress. But just once we break through, it gets a lot easier. It gets a lot easier. I love that illustration. That was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So Romans 12, 1 and 2 says, And so, dear brothers and sisters, and they, when I read this, I want you to think, how many of you have ever been to a chiropractor? All right. Well, if you haven't, I encourage you to go. And uh, this message will make sense to you then. <laughs> If not, go to YouTube. You can figure, you can watch. You know, uh, but but it's it's good. But anyway, pr imagine yourself going into a chiropractic office when I read this verse. Okay, or these two verses. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because all because of all He has done for you. All right, you're going to the chiropractor, you're giving yourself to this chiropractor to do this manipulation on you. You know, uh, let them be, your body, and your instruments of your body, be a living, holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. God finds it acceptable when you come and you present your life to him. I mean, we're talking about our body, but our body in terms of our spiritual makeup, or the way we think, uh, because our thinking... Someone says revelation has to drop eight, or a word has to drop 18 inches for it to be revelation. You know, we can get it in our head, but until it drops into our heart, there's real no value in it. And that's what this alignment does when the things that God is speaking to us drops into our heart and, and it begins to work out through our life. That's getting ourselves in alignment with what God's saying and doing. Uh, 
So again, we're uh, putting ourselves on the table, the chiropractic table in this verse. Uh, this is truly the way to worship him. It's a form of worship when we go and lay ourselves down uh, before the king of kings, when we just submit ourselves to him. Uh, and it's a total letting go. It's a total letting go. And a trusting that when you get up, you're going to be better. Yeah, yeah. So uh, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. And when we're on this table, that's what's happening. God is manipulating the way we think to shift us into alignment, into the way that he thinks. And, and Kathy talked about that, how that, you know, living behind the line is in agreement with what the enemy says about your life. And it's all the presuppositions that you own through no fault of your own most of the time or my own, but through the information that we were, have been given growing up and some of the assumptions that we uh, gathered because of things that happened to our life. You know, like Kathy talked about the walls. We build walls of protection because we were hurt or somebody else was hurt or something dramatic happened in our life. So we protect ourselves. And these presuppositions of things that we do, we don't even think about them. They just natural happen. You know, you ever talk to someone and you can feel them shimmying and moving away because they, they don't want you to get close, you know, because something is going, has happened. And they don't really consciously think about it most of the time, you know. But when we lay ourselves down on that chiropractic table of the Holy Spirit, God begins to shift and work in our life to break those things off, to free us up, to take away the stress. So he says, uh, then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is God's good, pleasing, and perfect will. You know the, the good, perfect, and pleasing will of God? Come lay down at his table. You know? Come lay down and let him operate on you. Let him put his hands on you. You know, let God just massage your, your uh, broken heart, you know, your battered body, your, your, uh, your damaged, hurting soul. And it, it's scary, you know. It's very scary. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, the reason why this is fresh in my spirit, because uh, Eric and Matt and William and I were in Dallas going to visit a friend of Eric and William's, and on the process, we were rear-ended. And, uh, I mean, you, know, you get whiplash, and so... Uh, we all committed to going to uh, uh, the chiropractor, and it just began to open up some things for me and release my body. My body was contorted and stressed and in tension because of the uh, the accident. But uh, through this, in fact, I'm I'm uh, I'm thinking of asking Dr. Antonio. Uh, he's a born again Christian. He came here uh, last month on a Friday. Uh, to one of our worship meetings. and uh, But I want to have him come and just share some things and some practical things and spiritual things together. Uh, I think it would be dynamic because he, he's, a, he's a fantastic young man filled, filled with the Spirit. So um, I don't know if I closed that loop or not. Uh, hope I didn't fly that plane in the side of the mountain. <laughs> but anyway... Uh, in this verse, there's a few things that I see. One is there's an invitation to get on the chiropractic table of heaven for an adjustment. And I talked to you earlier, I mentioned earlier that there's, it's a routine. You know, we, uh, uh, I, 
I want to say this very graciously, but I think in some culture in the church that life is about getting saved. And then what happens between here and there is just kind of, uh, uh, what was the word? Anyway, deism. Uh, it's just God really doesn't have much control on what goes on between now and then. We just look forward to heaven and the hereafter. But God is very active in our life, and he's calling us to sit on that table to get adjusted, to get our minds in alignment with heaven and with Jesus and with the word. So there's God really wants to unleash heaven in our minds. He wants us to see, you know, he very clearly said, pray this way, you know, your, your will be done and your kingdom come, where? As it is in heaven. You know, it was very clear, and it's, it, we, we overlook that through, you know, the, the teachings that we've had over the years, but it, it's, it's the mandate of heaven, the mandate of God, the mandate of Jesus that heaven is exposed to the world around us through our being here. And we can't re release and bring heaven to earth if we're out of alignment. If we, you know, we got our, he said, don't be, be trans, don't be conformed to this world. You know, that's misalignment. If I'm thinking and going the way the world is going, then I'm out of alignment. And it's not just, you know, there's a spirit that works in the world. Uh, it, it's in our media. It's in our entertainment. It's in our our philosophy that we learn in school. It's in uh, basically everything that humanity touches apart from a real relationship with Jesus Christ. It's tainted, and it, it comes with a, uh, a bit. You know, God's not real. Uh, he doesn't really exist. You know, we're animals that were created from slime, and we, we are here, and blah, 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 you know. That, and people believe that, and it gets into there. Um, anyway, that's another that's another. That's another sermon for another day. But having said that, we need to lay our bodies on the altar and let God do his uh, uh, manipulation. And I keep using that. I don't mean that in a negative way. It's a good way. Uh, one, of the, one of the most freaky, awesome things that happens when I go, well, there's two of them, uh, and I'll share both of them with you. But one of them is when I lay on that, that table, the uh, uh, Dr. Antonio Hill He'll grab me, kind of lift me up, and he'll put his arm behind my center of my back. And then he'll lay me down, and he'll push on it. When he does, my back arcs, and he goes, it's like, oh, my God. You know, it just freaks me slap out. But then it's like, whew, you know, you just feel this release of all this tension and stress, you know. And the second thing is, after he does that, I'm laying on the table, and he takes my neck, and he just kind of works it like this, you know, gets you all soft. And then when you kind of relax, pow. He'll pop it to the right, and you'll hear all them vertebrae crack. It's like, oh, my God, my brain is going to fry, you know. I am dead. I'm going to be paralyzed the rest of my life, you know. And then he'll do it again, do the other side, you know, if the first side wasn't good enough, you know. And it's like, ah, oh, you know. But afterwards, you feel this, this release, uh, this tension just kind of goes away. And, you know, at first it kind of hurts. I mean, honestly, you know, I might have a headache, you know, honestly, after the first couple of times. I have headaches, and part of that is because your body's being realigned. All those muscles that have been pulling a certain way because, you know, my hips are out of joint, so my spine's trying to make an adjustment, kind of like you're trying to balance something. You're always trying to, your body's doing this, so it's all like this, so your muscles are 
bent a certain way, and that's being conformed to the world. But once Jesus comes in, he starts shifting things, lining things up, and it creates pain for a while. Sometimes it hurts for a while. But as the more you do it, then your, your body gets in line, and then you get more release, more relaxing, more stress-free in your life. And you're not fighting, like Kathy was saying, but you're, you're going with the flow. You're actually taking what God is giving rather than forcing your way into something God's not calling. You're living in a, a lane that's not yours or a season that you're not supposed to be in. And whenever you relax and get in alignment with God, then you can flow way easier in the river. You know, instead of swimming upstream, we can relax and just go with the Lord, you know? And if he does call you to be a salmon and swim upstream, he'll give you the grace to do that, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, the second thing in here is, um, and I, I may have talked about this, yeah. Uh, Jesus gives us an invitation to lay on the altar and let him begin the mental alignments we need. I want to encourage you to allow yourself the freedom and to embrace the fear and the trauma that may uh, happen in your finite mind, my finite mind, to lay ourselves at, on the table, you know, of God. Because in that place where he's shifting and moving and manipulating your thinking, he's bringing you into alignment with his will and his purpose. And he's given you a mission and mandate and, and vision and, and hope. And there's so many things he wants to unlock for us, but we have to get on the table first. Now, this is only the first part of the message. You know, there's more. Uh, and once, you know, and, and I know many of you have been on the table, you know, most of your life, you know. Sometimes we resist it, you know, and we're there against to our own chagrin. We don't want to be there. We've been fighting, you know, and yet God in his love and mercy, he still brings us to that table, you know. I want to release you to be able to relax and enjoy that process because in that process is going to create so much spiritual health, so much more mental clarity and, and spiritual clarity where you, you have an understanding. Uh, Jesus said, he, well, it was said of Jesus in John 13 that Jesus, knowing who he was, and where he was going, took up the towel. And then he began to wash the disciples' feet. He understood his purpose. He understood who he was. He was, a, he was a son of God. And he knew what his purpose was. And his purpose was to give his life for the ransom of the world. And because of that, he was able to take up the towel. Uh, was that easy? I don't, you know, yeah, he was a son of God. It was easy. You know, he says he's been tempted in all points like we are, yet without sin. That tells me that he knows, in fact, Scripture says he knows the struggles that we go through because he's a human just like us, and he experienced. So anything that you experience, any trial that you go through, Jesus actually laid his life down on the chiropractic altar of God and allowed God to do some shifting in him because he fought the same things you fought, yet without sin. And that's why we're able to come in because he did it for us, you know? He took the blunt of it. Otherwise, I would have died on that table. You know? <laughs> Jesus died on the table for me. Now he just wants me to come and get a good massage so I can enjoy the life that he has for me. You know? 
So uh, relax, you know, it's shocking, it's painful, it's freaky, it's uncomfortable, but there is no better road on heaven, on earth than the road that leads to heaven, you know? And there's no more joy, there's no greater joy than serving the Lord and walking in the, the lane that God's given you. Uh, joy and peace are things that come from the Holy Spirit. Happiness is things that that has to do with your circumstances, you know? And so it doesn't matter what's going on around you. If we're on the table with God, he'll give us peace and joy in any situation. You know, you could be in the most crummiest job, but you can be in, in that relationship with God where you're enjoying it. And, and that's no true. I mean, it's no lie. You can be in the presence of God. You know, Elijah says that he was on the backside of the wilderness uh, drinking water from the brook because all hell had broken loose in Israel. And it said that the Lord was sending him meat and bread from the king's table through the crows. You know, you talk, he's eating from the king's table, even though all the rest of the world was handcuffed, if you will. Uh, but he was enjoying the presence of the Lord, you know, and provision of the Lord. So it doesn't matter. And it's just, it's mindset. If you look at what's going around, you know, Jesus told Peter, why did you doubt? Why did you look at the waves? There's so much in that. You know, Peter was walking on the water. I mean, he was living in the flow that God's called us to. And he's enjoying it, but then he, he got his mind on the snake behind the snake line. And then he began to fall. But Jesus loved him. He said, why did you doubt? You know, I wanted you to keep walking. And that's what the Lord said to us. Hey, Come on in. Come on in. Enjoy this. All right, so third thing, we receive refreshing, refreshing benefits uh, of renewal post-adjustment. Post-adjustment. In other words, once we give ourselves to that encounter with God, the after effects is so long-lasting. It's, you know, and speaking of Elijah again, uh, after that encounter, he had another encounter after he had this mighty move of God where he called fire from heaven to burn up the offering to prove that God was God in the face of 850 false prophets and him alone by himself. God came down and showed himself mightily. And then the next day, the devil says, look, I'm going to make you just like the rest of them prophets this time tomorrow. So he, like any good Christian did, he picked up his stuff and he ran for the hills, you know. <laughs> and so he's up on the hill crying out to God, oh my God, poor me, blah, 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 you know. Well, before he gets to the hill, he uh, comes to a place of exhaustion, and he plops down, and he falls asleep exhausted, and the angel of the Lord wakes him up, and when he wakes up, there's, it says there's bread, there's coals, and there's meat and bread and water there, and he says, take and eat, because the journey's too great for you. And he eats, and he falls asleep, and he does it again. God does it again. And he wakes him up, and he, he feeds him again. And then it says he went in the strength of that food for 40 days. You know, that's the post-adjustment uh, power and strength that comes from these encounters with God. There, I mean, there's great encounters, you know. I mean, the, the being on the mountain, watching the fire fall and the glory come and lick up. I mean, what greater joy is that? Say, hey, the God of Israel is alive, you know. I mean, we all live for those moments. But there's also the flip side, you know, that we got to fight the enemy and stand our ground and hold what God's given us and got to go through that manipulation process to be uh, strong enough to support the, the, the work that God wants to do in us. And this, these encounters do that for us. Amen? All right, uh, Hebrews 12, 6 
through 8 and verse 11. I want to read those. Uh, it says, discipline, for the Lord disciplines though he loves. Those he loves. And you could use the word adjust. The God, God adjusts those who he loves. <laughs> he adjusts each one of his kids that he accepts. As you endure, and I don't think that's a gross misinterpretation of the scripture. Either. I think that's uh, very much practical. As you endure this divine discipline, isn't that good? Divine discipline. Remember that God is treating you as his own children. Who ever heard of a child who is never adjusted by his father? You know? If you're, and it goes on to say, if God doesn't adjust you, uh, you as he does all his children, it means that you are illegitimate and not really his children at all. If you're not having those encounters of adjustment where God's shifting your thinking and the way you, you view things and challenge you to, to begin to come. And let me say this very clearly, is that God has called us to a life of faith and trust. And that doesn't mean that everything's easy. It doesn't mean that every prayer that I pray just magically happens, you know. Uh, it means that God uh, is going to challenge us because he, he wants us in front of that snake line. And behind the line, there's all these enemies and bullies that stand there bigger than you are and says, hey, you know, you're not coming through here. Uh, but God says, yes, because what I have for you is on the other side of that. And if you want what I want for you, what I have for you, you've got to press through that. But I want to tell you a secret. Bullies are full of smoke, you know. They're smoking mirrors. A terrorist lives on threats and uh, uh, lawsuits and just accusations to uh, oppress you and to, to bring you into fear, you know. But God says, you're not to be, uh, you're not to listen to those voices. You're to listen to my voice and do what I say. And when you do what I say, you will break through that and you'll receive the end of your faith, uh, the salvation of your soul, the renewing of your mind. Amen? Amen? All right, so it says no discipline is enjoyable or no adjustment is enjoyable while it's happening. <laughs> it's painful. <laughs> say that with me. It's painful. <laughs> but, but. Afterward, there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in this way. Isn't that good, you know? God's discipline isn't, you know, sometimes you think your parents, they just love beating you, you know? Yeah, my dad just loves to whoop me. I don't know why. I'm not that bad, you know? And sometimes you think that about God, you know? But the truth is that he's bringing peace to your life, you know? He's helping you to overcome. He's showing you how to fight, how to win, how to maintain, how to hold uh, your deliverance and your freedom. And not only, you know, I don't want this to be all just in, uh, introspective and, and selfishly personal. I mean, it is. We need it. We all need to get on that table. But it's, it's more than about me. It's for about all those. I'm a better person after I get up from that table. Uh, quick example, you know, a wife told, told on me, I'm telling her, she told me one time, she says, I love God more than I love you, you know, and she may not have said it that emphatically, but she may have. I think she did, actually, but this was early on when we were first married, and it offended me, you know, it's like, what kind of statement is that, you know, and I was all boudade, you know, and I'm, God, this, you know, what's wrong with that woman, you know, 
And he says, well, if she doesn't do that, you get the, wrong end of, or you get the raw end of the deal. <laughs> she's a better person because she's laid on the table and she made that commitment. And now she can love you way better than she could in her own strength. You know? And that is what happens as we give ourselves to the Lord. You know? uh, Matthew 17, 20. I'm going to try to wrap this up real quick. Uh, <laughs> it starts out this way. You don't have enough faith. You can underline that, make a mental note, write it down in your, your notes uh, on your phone. Jesus told them, I tell you the truth, if you had faith even as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it would move. Nothing would be impossible. So there's two things that he says here. Number one, you don't have enough faith. And number two, nothing is impossible. Most of us live in the realm of we don't have enough faith. And the word faith is trust. You know, it takes trust to lay yourself on that table and let the chiropractor of heaven begin to work you over. And it really takes trust to let him grab your head with his hands and just, you know, jerk it around like that. Or sometimes he'll pull it this way to stretch everything out. You know, it, it takes a lot of trust to do that, especially if you've never done it before, you know. After you've done it and you realize that after benefit, then it's like, oh, wow, yeah, that's cool. My sinuses are opened up, you know, I don't have back pain anymore, you know, whatnot. So Jesus is saying, trust me. Now put your confidence in me. Put your confidence in my lordship. Give me all your life. That doesn't mean that I'm going to tell you everything that you need to do from morning to night. Just give me the lordship of your life, and I will direct your path. Uh, read last scripture and then I'll just kind of wrap it up. Uh, in Proverbs 16:9, he says this, a man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Now, I was raised to think, and I don't know if it was uh, just common interpretation, but I always thought that it's a negative and a positive here, that the negative is that I plan my way and the positive God directs my steps. But the other day, uh, I, I shared on this a while back, but when I was walking, I was processing this. And basically, this is a partnership. You know, this is a partnership. I plan my way, but because Jesus is Lord, he directs my steps. He knows how to get me there in good shape. He knows how to get me there in the best condition that I can be and to give me all that the things that he wants to give me. And so mindset shifting is allowing him to do his work in our life. How many of you <laughs> are ready for an adjustment? You ready for an adjustment? Well, we're going to do one this morning. You ready? Can I lead you in an activation to help you adjust your mindset? All right, so I'm, we're going to do a long list of repeat after me's. And I want you just to, to listen to the words and, and, and realize that as I speak these words, they're going into your spirit. You know, I'm doing an adjustment and the word of God is going to do what it's designed to do. And then you begin to take these things and think about them. You can watch the replay on Facebook if you, if you don't get the notes. Uh, but go back over these things and speak these things over your life. You have to tell your mind what to think. Otherwise, it'll tell you what to think. You know, and that, that we live, most of us live in that world of, doing what our emotions say or feel and responding that way. But we have control over our own spirits and our minds, especially when we lay on that table. So, all right, are you ready? 
All right, repeat after me. I take full ownership and responsibility of my life. And all the thoughts and everything in them. Jesus is Lord of my life. The government is on his shoulders. Yeah, just let that sink in a minute. Therefore, I roll all my worries, cares, and concerns over to him. And I want you to just picture that. You're just giving that all to Jesus. Giving that all to Jesus. You need to go there. Go there in your heart. You know, go there in your head. Jesus is manipulating the way we think. We believe this. We actually believe this. I am what he says I am. I can do what he says I can do. I am able to, go ahead, yeah. To be everything he has challenged me to become. I receive the things that he says that are mine. Because I believe in Jesus, I receive the things that I desire. With God, all things are possible. I release all people, organizations, governments, officials, programs, my spouse, my parents, my children, my friends, my significant other, employer, boss, pastors, and anyone or anything else from the unreal ex expectations that I have placed on them and that I have placed on myself. I put all my confidence upon Jesus Christ and his ability to perform and to provide everything that I need. I am able and willing, ready and capable to receive and do everything the Holy Spirit is bringing to me and leading me into. I take authority over my life and my thought life and everything in it. And anything that says otherwise, I release it all now. In the name of the Father, and of Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, so be it. Amen. Amen. You just had a spiritual uh, alignment. And you need to keep that alignment. Because you're going to walk out here tomorrow, or today, and something's going to happen that's going to want to pop you back into misalignment. But you go back and you start saying no to whatever it is that... The things that you struggle with, what you're fighting with, you have a hard time with. And you bring your mind back into alignment. But you also just tell yourself, I may not understand this, but I receive it all right now. I, 
by faith I receive and I understand this and the Lord will continue to bring that the Holy Spirit will bring that back to your remembrance what you need to help you but you need to make this a practice in your life that you're bringing your thoughts to the Lord and you're accepting his thought and you're getting rid of the enemy's thoughts you're getting out from behind that line into uh, the flow of God amen amen well let's worship the Lord uh, and just Celebrate his goodness. Yeah, yeah.